Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to the CHGO IR Blackhawks postgame, not postgame, podcast. Oh, we just lost the game. Already? So many, uh, yeah. Hawks lost. <laughs> Hawks scored first, lost 5-1. See you tomorrow. <laughs> We're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Right, spin tankathon. Let's go. <laughs> America's top-rated sportsbook. Good start, Jay. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I cannot blame Bad Shrimp. I cannot blame... Uh, Your knee. Luke Richardson coughing on me. I'm just bad. I'm just bad at my job. <laughs> no, no, no. At least you got the uh, sponsor correct. Draft uh, you know what the problem is? As you can tell, I got my hairs cut today, mm. and I failed to change the T-shirt I was wearing. Oh, no. So I'm very itchy Oof. and very distracted. That's one of the worst This is feelings. why I don't get haircuts anymore. It's wise. So I'm very, uh, yeah, my friend Jenna did a wonderful job, as she always does, but I am struggling. That's one of the worst feelings. I took Shout my shirt Jenna. off in the bathroom, and everyone threw up, and then I tried to shake it out a little bit. And In this bathroom? Yeah. What, where'd you try and shake it out? Just on the floor? Over the toilet. Oh. <laughs> Nothing came out. All right, so now we got a. a I would have cleaned. So listen. we got now we got a button and Jay's hairs to aim at. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Have we addressed the button on the show yet? I don't think we have. But I it's gotta be there. honest. It's still there. When Greg responded to that Slack message, <laughs> what about the button? And no one listening knows what the hell we're talking nope. about. We'll, I, we'll explain it. We can loud. explain it. So there is a. This had to be a month ago at this point. No, it's wow. it was before Multiple. the holiday party. Okay, Multiple. a little well a little white button. Fell into our urinal for maybe from someone's, like someone's shirt, shirt or whatever, or something. and it's been there ever since. And as men tend to do, we have made a game of it. We say, "I'll be right back. I'm going to go juggle the button," and it's how we, it's what we do when we're at the urinal, and just see how long we can make the button dance around. It's I hope it never there. goes away. It's still yeah, there. It's the still urinal there. was even broken and had to be repaired. Yes. It's still there. Yeah, so that's what happened. Yeah, the urinal oh, was broken. Uh, a sign was posted, uh, do not use. And, and my, first, my first reply was, is the button okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I Take laughed very much out loud. My wife was yeah. like, why are you laughing? I'm like, then I got to explain the button. It's a white way. button from a fancy dress shirt, so it's got to be somebody that shares the floor with us. It's definitely oh, not from this office. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. Exactly. That's a good call. Oh, oh, anyway, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate everybody. Make sure you smash that yeah, like button. If, you smash. button. <laughs> if you're uh, watching on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed as well. If you're a podcast person, that's cool too. Make sure you're subscribed or following or whatever your uh, preferred app tells you to do. And uh, hey, notifications are fun too because then you know as soon as an episode drops. And as it is the new year, get in the habit. Five star reviews for all your favorite podcasts, yes, please. And a four star review. For the record, it's basically a one-star review, so don't treat it like a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. If, if you like a podcast, even if it's imperfect, give it five stars and send a nice review. Thank you. It's very, very helpful. Yeah. How many other podcasts are going to lead with a story about a button in your room? <laughs> Juggle the button. Yeah. <laughs> Not many. <laughs> Juggling the button. Exactly. That's what it's all about. It's going to be our next CHGO Blackhawks t-shirt, Juggling <laughs> <Yeah>. the Button. <laughs> so we've got some news. First and foremost, you want to tell everybody... Tomorrow, we're live at 2.30, but Craig Morgan of PHNX Coyotes will join us at 3 o'clock to preview Friday's game. I know uh, people are looking forward to a crossover, but with the pending Patrick Kane news, which we'll probably get tomorrow, we didn't want to arrange a whole thing and then have to cancel it on him. So Craig will join us at 3 o'clock uh, Thursday. But the big news today, Lucas Reichel is back. Brett Senny is going to make his Blackhawks debut as Mackenzie Entwistle and Jujar Kara head to injured reserve. Um, 
This should have happened before last game, quite frankly. Probably. But it has happened, and it gives us something to watch for the little stretch here. And I think we'll get into it with where they sort of shake out. But for me, I want to see them both in the top six. Why not? Yes, why not? Um, yeah, I mean, if, if if Tyler Johnson and Patrick Kane are both unavailable, which I think if uh, Greg made this point, if, if Lucas Reichel is here, it's probably because there's a top six spot open. So I think either one of those guys uh, may be questionable for, for Friday's game. Um, Reichel, if, if he's here, he's he's playing in the top six. The, the, the Blackhawks have said so uh, numerous times. Luke Richardson just recently... Uh, just this last week, this weekend, um, said regarding call-ups. Like, they're not just calling guys up just to call them up and put them in a position where they're not going to be effective. So, in the case of Lucas Reichel, he's most effective playing in your top six, playing with other uh, skilled, offensive-minded guys. Um, so, yeah, that that will be exciting to see him uh, in the lineup. I have no doubts that if he's here, he's playing. So it'll be exciting to see where 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 he fits in. Senny, um, you know he's he's been great with the Ice Hogs, leading the leading the team, and I think he leads the league, leading the NHL in points, leads yeah. the league in points. Like, points. hey, that's <laughs> when's the last time an Ice Hogs player has done that? I, I, They've got three of the top five in points in the entire league. It's right crazy. Now. That's he's second in the AHL in oh, points. Sorry. Second, okay, yeah, second, but ball. still, send him back. Three in the three <laughs> in the top five, top six of scoring. Like, sending him back. <laughs> ah, nice. nice. Uh, Senny, David Gust, and Lucas Reichel, like, they've – the offense in Rockford has been – Yeah, and Luke Philp is, is right behind there too. Yep. He's, he's on pace with those guys. So, yeah, it's been uh, a weird Ice Hogs year because usually it's like Arvid Soderblom or Colin Delia or Kevin Lincoln and has to stand on his head and make 47 saves so they can win 2-1. to one. Right. Now it's like <laughs> – we're going to win 5-4 every night, right, and that's yeah. what they've been doing. Uh, they won again uh, last night, overtime. Lucas Reichel, against overtime Against the first-place Texas Stars. Lucas Reichel scored in overtime. Uh, he also had the primary assist on the game-tying goal late in the third period, so another multi-point game for him. Reichel's playing in the top six. Luke, Luke Richardson has said that. He's only going to be here when we have a spot in the top six open. You could argue that that spot's been there the whole season, but <laughs> – so that tells me Patrick Kane's not playing Friday. Uh, yeah. And Tyler Johnson, probably not either. Uh, Entwistle, Jujarkara, both of their IRs are retroactive to the 27th, so they can come back at any time. Mm-hmm. They're, they're eligible to return. So By this weekend. Right. Yeah. So my guess is Senny and Reich will play Friday and then go back to the Ice Hawks because the Ice Hawks play Saturday, Sunday in Iowa. Yeah. That's my guess. Because then the Hawks don't play again till Sunday. I would assume, you know, you would get Kara Entwistle, maybe Kane will get an update. You would hope Tyler Johnson, if he misses yeah. Friday, will be better by Sunday. I mean, right. that's that would be a five tough. days to get over whatever virus he's got. I mean, five if, it's days a stomach, if it's a stomach bug and you're still emptying out your system, five days later, you should be probably be in the hospital. That's a <laughs> lot of juggling the button. That sure <laughs> is. No, that's... Well, yeah, different kind of buttons. That's the other... Burying the button? That's Burying the button. Let's not get too dis- Let's yeah. not get too late. Let's yeah, not get into yeah. it. Um, <laughs> people know what we mean. That's 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 for a late night post game show. <laughs> not in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that would be my guess. Is they're both gonna play tomorrow. But we'll or Friday. But we'll we'll get a better idea. Tomorrow is gonna be an interesting practice. See who's there, who's not there, get an update. Yep. We'll talk to I'm sure we'll get a chance to talk to Lucas and, and Brett Senny as well. And uh and then see what kind of lines they have. Friday is going to be an interesting game for the fact that we're going to have some new faces, and that's kind of all we've been asking for yeah. for the last few weeks is yeah. give us something different. New things Even if the watch. result is the same, at least get there in a different manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a huge tank game. It's a huge tank game. It is. The, the Coyotes, man, they're, they're, uh, they are screwing that up big time. They are. It's they're they're kind of what I imagine the Hawks would be next year, or maybe two years from now, maybe where maybe they've got year. some young guys here making an impact. They're getting some fun upset wins against good teams, kind of rocking the boat a little bit. Still going to be a really solid draft pick, but fun. I think if you ask most Coyotes fans, and we'll ask Craig tomorrow at three, are Coyotes fans enjoying what they're seeing? Because when you when you put the whole thing together with the tiny ass arena. That's kind of fun. 
the young players making an impact. You know, Logan Cooley's playing well for Team USA. You're watching that. So, like, the the we're, we're on the ground floor of the rebuild. They're on the first or second floor of the rebuild. Sure. And they're, you know, they're, they're the light at the end of the tunnel is a little bit closer for Phoenix. Um, so, it's, it's interesting. I, I, I want to – let's go back to Reichel, though. And I think if we find out that Kane is going to miss some time, five games, ten games, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Do you keep Reichel here as kind of his replacement? Absolutely. I wouldn't. Yeah. Well, no yeah. one else is going to come even close to duplicating his offense. And just to be clear, I'm saying Johnson's back, Kara's back, Entwistle's back. Yeah. Kane is the only one hurt. I'm keeping Reichel here until Kane's back. I, I, I would do the exact same thing. Because, yeah. like, you're focusing a lot on the Ice Hogs' success, but if Reichel's up here... There's no reason he can't go back, and he, if he's here for a long stint, he's going to go back eventually to end the season in the AHL and play in the postseason. Right. And, and having him up doesn't affect their chances of winning because he's, he's not the only one producing down there. Um, and if, if Kane's out, uh, you need someone in the lineup to uh, give you some semblance of uh, offensive creativity. Even if you're, even if you're tanking, like you need to have something in the lineup that can generate some sort of offense, uh, and and Reichel's that 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 kind of guy. So yeah, I absolutely would have him stick around for however long it would be, um, maybe even a few games after Kane came back. Who knows? Yeah, it's it's going to be an opportunity for him, and I I think what we've what we have going on with Reichel is the the constant up and down. It's not really giving him a chance to settle in in Chicago at all. No. Even last year where he had a longer stretch than he's ever had before, it still isn't enough to find your legs and find your place and find your chemistry. We've seen yeah. even longtime NHL players this year get moved from line to line, and it takes them a little bit to settle into their chemistry with their line mates, yeah. let alone someone coming from Rockford. I, I would like to see him get an extended look here. I really would. I, I don't know if, if they're going to, but... Who well, and they, and they said before the season, when he's here, that means he's here. Well, when he was first here this season, he was here for 12 hours. Yeah. You know, on a on an emergency call-up on the road, go to play, play the night before in Rockford, then fly out to New Jersey, play a game, and then fly back, fly back and play the next night. Like, like you say you're not going to yo-yo him, and then you do something like that, it's... I don't know. It's it it yeah. seems weird. But but since they've done that, the notion in my mind of when he's up, he's up is out the window. So this stint yeah. could be one game, it could be three games, it could be the rest of the season. Who knows? Like the 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 notion that they were going to keep him up here once he was up here is is gone. So now anything's on the table. Yeah. yeah I think they they I think in a perfect world they wouldn't have had to call him up for injury replacements and they would have called him up, you know, Saying okay, he's NHL ready. Yeah, we can't he's keep here. him down anymore. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, which you could even still make that case. Absolutely. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, there's, there's, there's the case that he should have been here since day one this season as well. So, you know, if he wants to stay here and stay in the NHL, it's very easy. Go out there and start producing like you've produced at every other level. Mm. Start putting up some points. Start contributing on the score sheet, and make it impossible for them to send you back. Right. Um, he'll get an opportunity for top six. Uh, uh, Brendan uh, sent us a super chat. Uh, left or right wing for Reichel? Does he play with Domi or Taves? Uh, he's he's a left-handed shot, so left wing is his natural. Yeah. When he's not, when he hasn't played center in Rockford, he's played left wing. So he'll be a left winger, most likely. Um, so you know, figure out how that slots in. Do you put him? You know, with it, with Tave, you know, Kershev can play both wings. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could uh, put him in Tyler Johnson's spot. Yeah, you put him. Well, if Johnson's in the lineup, yeah, then you you play him there. But if he's he's not going to take Patrick Kane's spot on the right wing. So yeah, I mean, maybe. Hey, maybe you put Domi on the wing and and put Reichel in the center and and try him out that way. Maybe. Like, why not? We're 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 in a position where you. The, the Blackhawks, Luke Richardson, they ha- he has the leash to just try stuff. Try Lucas Reichel at center for a game. See what happens. Yeah. Or, I mean, I don't think right wing would be a huge adjustment for him either. I know ideally you want your, your lefties on the left side. Right, yeah. But it's happened before. I don't know. It's 
I think the versatility that he provides, you know, you, there's a lot of possibilities there for him. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mind seeing him at center. The problem is Domi is so good at faceoffs, right? That you don't really want to take him away from that. Taves is doing well there and pretty much nowhere else at the moment. <laughs> if only they did something with the faceoffs, but yes, yeah, the, the point. This is a stands. nice offseason uh, topic. Is like, are we overvaluing faceoffs? We might be overvaluing faceoffs. No, no faceoffs no. are faceoffs are important. It's what you do after. It's what you do after them. If they I, if they were if they were league average at five on five and winning the faceoffs at at the rate that they've been winning this season, they'd be in the playoff spot. I I have to look it up because we've talked in the press box before. The Blackhawks are first in the league in faceoff percentage and dead last in the league in goals for per game. Has that ever happened before? I, I can't. I imagine can't imagine that's ever that happened. ever happening before. No. Where you win the most faceoffs and you score the fewest amount of goals. Usually, takes the more roster. face-offs you win, <laughs> yeah, that takes... An eight-win roster I mean, in January, that, maybe? That, that, like, Kyle Davidson should get an award for just being able to create GM a team of the year. that can do that. <laughs> win the most face-offs and score the least amount of goals. That is incredible that the same team can do that. It's crazy. I mean, if the Blackhawks in 2013 had led the league in face-offs, they never would have lost a game. They would have gone Probably undefeated. Not, yeah. 48 0 and 16 0 in the playoffs. They wouldn't have lost a game. I would have enjoyed that. That would have been fun. <laughs> they almost fun. did that. It was still enjoyable. They tried. They went almost half the season without yeah, no, losing. Yeah. Wonderful. So, yeah, I mean, remember all those great Stanley Cup years where we were like worried about, man, they don't win enough faceoffs. Who's yeah. our third line? Who's our second line center? Yeah. The second line center was the like black hole. It was like the Cubs' third base black hole for all those decades <laughs> after Ron Sano. Like, who's going to remember the good old days where, like, we only had one thing to worry about? Yeah. yeah. That was fun. That was it. We were upset that the second line center was Michael Hanzus, and he was yeah. putting up 40 points. I can't believe <laughs> we Patrick traded for Kane. this Sammy Paulson guy. How about, uh, how about being mad, and this is a point to thought myself, that Brandon Bullock was playing over Brandon Peary? <laughs> like, that was, this is ridiculous. I know. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. Brandon Bullock would be your second line winger. That's, yeah. First world <laughs> problems. Uh, a bunch of people saying that they, they hope Reichel stays long-term and, you know, we compared it to, you know, lines taking time to gel. Just look at Isaac Phillips from when he began the season here to now he's finding himself, right? Mm-hmm. He's found some some consistency to his game. I think things have slowed down a little bit for him. Um, he looks a lot better in the last handful of games than he did, when, and not that he was ever bad, but you yeah. could see early on in the call-up that, okay, Things are happy. He's processing things really quickly yeah. now as opposed to when he first got the call up. Playing consistently at the NHL level when it's, you know, your first first handful of games, first taste of the league, um, that just gives you a boost of confidence. And, and with Reichel, you know, it's been, what, four or five total stints in the NHL that have spanned 15 games. Like, he hasn't had anything extended beyond four, five, six games at a time. So, you know, if, if, if he were to come up and be told, all right, you're in the NHL, your plan now is to be with the Blackhawks for however long, you know, the, the, for the rest of the regular season, or, you know, we're going to ride you out till March or whatever it is. If he was told that, I think that would make a big difference because, you know, if he's coming in and being told like, oh, you're here for an uh, undisclosed amount of time, then he's trying to he's he's likely trying to play m- without making mistakes, and then when you play that way, it's when it leads to you either making more mistakes or hesitating and not pulling the trigger on uh, you know any any kind of creativity, offensive chances that that he can create. Which clearly, when if you if you've watched him throughout his development path, he is a he's a very good he's got a great shot. He's got a uh, really good playmaking ability. He really plays well with and off of his teammates. Like, he can do it. I think he's just got to be told, go do it. Like, yeah, go, be, go be you yeah. to take from a former Bears coach. Having the, uh, having the head coach trust you goes a long way for a young player. I don't think he, Reichel has gotten that yet. Obviously not, because every time he's been here, it's been, hey, we're going to shelter you. We're going to play you out of your normal position. We'll give you eight minutes, whatever, then send you back. Where Phillips, there's no one looking over his shoulder. You know, he was here. Jared Tenorti's out. He's not coming back anytime soon. This is your shot. 
and he took advantage of it. And it's obvious that that the coaching staff, Kevin Dean, who runs the defense, and and Luke Richardson trust Isaac Phillips. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that goes a long way for a young player when you know. Look at Philip Kershev. He gets a head coach that obviously trusts him, and he's slowly progressing. Yeah, like he looks better he, than he did last yeah, year. Yeah, he's not putting oh, a, oh, sure. a ton. Yeah. He's confident. He's the like he's not worried about messing up and getting healthy scratched. Mm-hmm. You know, last year he had no role, defined role on this team. Now he's, for the most part, your top six guy. You're going to get some power play time. We need you to be one of our offensive creators out there. And, you know, he doesn't have the points that you would hope that he would have, but he's creating more chances. He's getting more confidence. And, um, you know, I asked him early in the season, like, hey, how – like." It's noticeable that it seems that the game slowed down a tick for him. Like he's able to take that extra beat on the ice and and look for the passing lane to open or make that extra move to create some space where before he would get the puck and it was like he could he could hear like the hand grenade about the pin pull. (laughs) I got to get rid of this. And I asked him how much does that go in the effect of knowing that like you've got a leash now. Like the coaching staff says this is your spot, whatever. And he said it goes a long way mm. to playing better, and I don't think Lucas Reichel has had that yet, because he's never had he's never had been in the spot where like you're on this team. Yeah, this is you're an NHL permanent NHL player right now. Not you're an NHL player today, but tomorrow you're back in the AHL. I think he needs that to be like you're here. You're playing on our. You're a top line left winger to the end of the season. Go. Well, remember yeah. Luke said that about. I might have been about Reichel specifically, yeah, but he, he said about some prospect that these guys have to know when they come up to the NHL, they are NHL yeah, players. He said about Reichel. They, they don't need Reichel. to defer. Yeah. They don't need to change their game. Come up and do what got you to this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at Reichel's game logs here, and the longest stint he's had of consecutive games is six uh, yeah. at the end of last season. April 7th through April 18th, there was a six-game stretch in there. Um, then it was a two in January. Three in February before that, and of course the one game this year. Yeah. So, yeah, you need some time to play. And, and when you look at the two, like the time on ice, yeah, it's got to be under nine nineteen. You know, twelve oh five, ten nineteen. There's one game against the Kings where he played fifteen seventeen, but twelve twelve, fifteen oh four, eight thirty four. Like he's got. If he's gonna be here, he's got to be here and do his thing. And I think that the fact that Kane's out and, and Johnson potentially. They're sort of forced to put him on the ice because they don't really have anybody else that can fill that role. So maybe they're sort of stumbling into some success for Lucas Reichel. And look, I don't think that we're going to see a three-point night from him Friday by any means. And I want to stress to our viewers and listeners, like, patience with this kid because he is coming up in a bad situation. Like, we talk about, well, you know, he's not really scoring. Well, let's go through the Blackhawks roster, right? (laughs) And who is? You know, Patrick Kane has 20 points. And we're approaching, this is through 37 games, right? Twenty. Yes, I'm sorry, 27 points in 37 games. Yeah, it's not Patrick Kane-esque at all. And that's your that's your best scorer. Yeah. That's, you know, so if, if that guy's not putting up points on this team, yeah, you can't expect is. Lucas Reichel to come up here and light things up because no. no one's doing that. No, and, and I think, you know, he's, he's being brought into a situation like – Clearly, the the offense is struggling. Um, if he's if he's put into the lineup and and then told like, hey, like, go out there and create some stuff for us, like, that's that's a vote of confidence. That's that's something that you know you can tell a young player like, go be go focus on the best thing that you do. Um, and I think that 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 could do wonders for him for for his confidence and, and for his development because. You know this. This he's he's coming into an opportunity where, you know, you can give him that role. What is there to lose, right? You know what's what's the difference? They might lose the game. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know you can't you know you you can't go further than thirty second in the league. So what does it matter? Like if if he goes out there and and tries to be offensive minded, tries to be a a, a play a play driver, a play creator. Like there there's nothing wrong with going out and trying to do that. And if he if he goes out and you know he's he's stick handling trying to trying to feed passes like go out there and make those mistakes 
go out there and, 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 and learn at the NHL level. And if you go out there and you're, you're, you play with some confidence and know that, you know, if you make one bad pass or one turnover, you're not going to get benched for the next period. Like, you can learn from that, and you can just go out there and try it again. And then when it works, boom, stock goes up. Your, your confidence goes up. Like, that's, that's a big deal. But you look at how he plays when, he, when he's in Rockford, where it's like, you are top-line Lucas Reichel. You are, you know, one of the leaders of this team. You watch him play in Rockford, and it, he looks like a different player. Yeah. Like, he, you see the confidence. And I know it's, it, the competition level is, is different. Sure. But, like, it's just the, the, the confidence level of a, of a 20-year-old kid. If it's high, like, you're going you're gonna to see some, some, some things happen. I want to remind everybody about the early days of Tavo Teravainen's career in Chicago. He came in with all this hype. He came in as a first-round pick. He was supposed to be, like, the next great Blackhawk. He's a lot like Reichel. It, <laughs> yes, he's a lot like Reichel, and it didn't happen overnight for Tavo. And simply did not. I'm looking at his rookie year, which is 2013. Well, that's a bad one. 2014-2015 was, like, really his first, his first year. It yeah. took him five games to get a point. He had, let's see, one, two, three, four, that, five, six, that seven, regular eight, season nine, he ten, had three points in his first ten games. That regular season he had like like nine points in like thirty five games or something. And then in the postseason started to little you know, make a name for himself there, uh in during the twenty fifteen run. But yeah, like he was not jump in the lineup point per game kind of guy. It took time. Yeah. And it was and it was with a a coach that, you know, wasn't too uh, historically fond of giving young players a big role and, and a long leash. So I think, uh, you know, the, if Luke Richardson, he, he seems to be really good at pushing the right buttons and, and knowing how players respond. Um, I would like to believe that he can put Reichel into a situation where he will eventually succeed. Boy, Tavo is a really interesting comparison. Left wing, kind of played some center when he came up. Center wing from Europe. Undersized, yeah. European, uh, sort of soft-spoken. Played in the AHL as a teenager. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and, and their games are a little similar, um, but I'm not, I'm not saying Lucas Reichel needs to become the Tavo Teravainen that he's become in Carolina. That would be fine. But it would be fantastic <laughs> if he did that. <laughs> okay with that. But as you mentioned earlier, Mario, about – the way he plays in Rockford, how that we need to get him to play that way mm-hmm. in Chicago because he is, he knows he's the guy down there. I mean, yeah. especially last season, uh, this season he's got there's other options on that team, but he's still performing well and he's still over a point per game, and it's just like he comes here and he's kind of like, well, I don't want to step on anybody's toes, I don't want to ruffle any feathers, whatever cliche you want to use, but it's it's a it's a real thing. Where he's a little maybe gun shy, a little doesn't want to, you know, I don't, whatever it is. But as as Richardson said, you're in a, if you're in the NHL, you're an NHL player. Don't defer to other NHL players. So it's here's like, here's my thing on that. Like, is, if Lucas Reichel comes in and and scores like four points, are there gonna be guys in the locker room that are like? How dare you no. come and assert yourself? In. No, they're <laughs> you know going to be like, like "Oh my God, we won a game!" <laughs> right? Yeah, Jeez. like uh, we're, yeah. we're was like Cody Whitehair mad at Justin Fields the first time he lit it up. <laughs> like that's a ridiculous concept. But I understand these kids. Like, oh, I don't want to come in and, and showboat or whatever. Screw that, man! It's, it's Do a, your thing. It's a hockey locker room thing. Yeah, where you know you don't want to be the, the the brash kid and then not live up to it, but. If you can do that and then live up to it, like you're gonna be a you're gonna be a, a, a locker room favorite. Yeah, uh, Alton says, "Is it too early to get a Reichel jersey?" I would just hold off on getting any Hawks jersey for now. Yeah, uh, you know maybe what? a Korchinski. If you want to spend your money, spend your money, or just wait until the draft. <laughs> wait until I'm, the I'm draft. Not gonna, you know, you you can listen to our bets or not. You can buy jerseys or not. You you be a fan how you want. You want to get a Reichel jersey? You go out and get yourself a Reichel jersey. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, but write in ink that he's going to be here for the next decade. But you know, they've got no problem giving away number twenty-seven. So if he's gone in two years, you if can you have a Boquist jersey, you can you can yeah. take it to a or you can a always local turn it. In, you can always turn it into a Ronick jersey. They'll restitch it. There you go. Doesn't uh, f- follow out. Yeah, it's weird I, to yeah. see a Reichel twenty-seven on an old Nike jersey. <laughs> <laughs> 
But my advice, if you're looking for a long-term Blackhawks jersey right now, is... Connor Bedard. Uh, wait till the draft. <laughs> wait till, till they get Connor Bedard, get your, your 98 jersey, or... Get an old, t- get a get a legendary jersey. That's what I'm telling you. I said that before. Just get a get timeless Dennis jersey. Savard jersey. Dennis Savard, always number eighteen. Get a Doug Wilson twenty four. There you go. See too many of those. Yeah, you know? that's true. It's timeless. Dirk and, Graham thirty three. And while you're there, get a wig to so you get that Doug Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> the hair helmet. Get yeah. the, get the firm wig. Some of us don't need that. <laughs> oh, you, you don't have the hair flip. flip though. You're gonna have to yeah. do. Hey, that's I can go to a blowout bar. Okay. I'd like to. I'd like to see that. We're supposed to do that with Casey. We're supposed to do a blowout bar. Oh, when's there, when's our blowout bar that. appointment? Yeah. All right. She says, whenever you want. At the okay. same time. You want. Meanwhile, we juggle the button. That's <laughs> the show. Uh, we got a really nice <laughs> question in the chat. Still better than any Blackhawks game this season. <laughs> <laughs> we got a good question in the chat from our buddy Steve we're going to get to on the other side. And thanks Steve, to Brandon Sakura for another uh, super chat saying Mitchell and Phillips look pretty good. Yeah, they, do. they should play while they're here. That's for damn sure. Uh, but first, we want to tell you about our friends at ComEd, and they're trying to save you money with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. It's committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. So if you're fat, skinny, tall, short, customers of all sizes can be helped. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting, and networked lighting controls, Ah. making these projects even more cost-effective than before. Visit comed.com slash powering biz now to start saving money and energy and to start a project. Contact them at 855-433-2700. For more info, email businessee at comed.com or public sector ee at comed.com. Got a question from our fan favorite region rev. Was Hosa wearing a button down when he was in office? He was not. No, he was not. And if he was, that would button would that be treated with button. much more respect than that it is right now. Re- Lawrence would have retrieved that button already. <laughs> well, now why me? You would have you beat me to it. Come on. He's and wearing a sky blue. I know. Uh, I, it's the, the image is like in, just burned into my head. I'm pretty head. sure that was that my was Twitter a, profile. I'm pretty sure that was a cashmere yeah. shirt. Oh, yeah. That was uh, definitely like a cashmere sweater. That was like situation. a $300 This shirt costs shirt, yeah. more than your life. <laughs> <laughs> is that the shoes in Tommy Boy? These shoes, yeah, these yeah. shoes yeah. are worth more than your life. <laughs> yeah. He's probably right. Marion Hose's like outfit. I don't know if we could he pay was, for it with a year's salary. No, he was he was wearing he was wearing a, a more than a paycheck. For yeah, his, sure. his his casual hanging out in a pocket his outfit was more than I yeah, did I in like two weeks. The paychecks. shoes were Givenchy or something, right? Weren't they some sort of exactly? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. They, they, they look like the shoes that you buy in a store that is. Very expensive. That they, you have to buzz the ring the bell to get yes. in. Yeah, security they, has they to let you in. The one when you go to the outlet mall, it's still like five hundred dollars. Like, why is this at an outlet mall? Yeah, the one well, in Rosemont. Well, it's the yeah. outlet from the the main store, which is yeah worth millions of dollars. Sure, sure. I don't know. I don't go to the fashion outlets. I know they exist, but I don't go there. As you can tell, you look uh, great. Come on, but this this fashionable CHGO shirt, uh, sweater, hoodie, whatever you want to call it, you can find it at uh, chgolocker.com. That's true. You can also find the best deals. On tickets to any kind of show or sporting event that your heart can desire through the GameTime app. What is GameTime? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? If you haven't, what kind of sports fan are you? You could sit at the 50-yard line or courtside or behind home plate or right up on the glass. Just don't bang it. It's possible with the Game Time app. They have the biggest last-minute price drops that can be found on seats you never thought you could buy. You're not going to find better deal this season on tickets to Blackhawks games or Bulls games or Bears games or later this summer baseball tickets. You're going to find all the best deals on Game Time. And if you think you can find a better deal on another site, you can't. But if you do, you can bring it to Game Time, and they will match that price. That is how much that they want to make sure that you are getting the best deals through them. And as you see on the screen here, Friday night, the Yotes are in town taking on the Blackhawks. Uh, good prices to be had for uh, butt in the seat ticket. 
If you love CHGO, you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. And when you do that, you're going to be joining over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and have scored the best seats to all of your favorite events. Look at all the people in those seats. Look at all the people. I don't know when they took that photo. Hey, you know what? It was like 18,000 last night. If you look, look at the ice right there. It's yeah. got the Stanley Cup playoff logo oh, right there. Mm. That's, that's not a recent nice. photo. <laughs> that is an, <laughs> it's not black and white. I might photo. be there. Uh, by the way, the game on Sunday against the Calgary Flames, 11 bucks gets you in the building on game time. Go see a glorious uniform game. Yeah, Those Calgary man. roads. Beautiful. And maybe uh, Jonathan Huberto will crap his pants again. <laughs> you never know. Maybe. Him and Tyler Johnson know. can go sit in the corner. Him and, and Tyler Johnson <laughs> can be like that scene from Family Guy when him and Michael Moore go into the bathroom. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's go find um, that Scott's question there. The Scott. It was up a little bit. The Steve. The Scott there. The Steve. Steve. I'm sorry. The Steve from Scotland. He is Scotland, Steve from Scotland. Therefore, I call him the Scott. So technically, I was correct. Um, he said, so it's been a while of Kyle Davidson. Do we trust him yet? I don't distrust Ooh. him. Can yeah. We, can we trust him? Try, yes. That's tough. I think it's too early to, to declare Kyle Davidson, good GM. Right. I think what we see compared to the last guy, Stands uh, there is a plan beyond this year. Yeah. Um, there are some, uh, some nads involved in the moves he's made. Mm. He is willing to be unpopular. Um, my criticisms would be, I feel like he's a little late on the call-ups and maybe a little too conservative about Rockford guys. Like, Hey, if someone's heard, call somebody up. It's not the end of the world to disrupt the ice hogs. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think we all agree. We were hoping for more for to bring it. So I think for me personally, the jury is still out. However, I'm confident that his plan is sound. Whether or not they get Bedard or Fantilli, whether or not those guys pan out to what we think they're going to be, whether or not the prospects they have right now develop remains to be seen, but there is definitely a plan that's very clear to see if you look. So to me, that's a good start. And now we got to wait and see. Yes, the foundation is there for him to be a good NHL general manager, but he's only really had one phase of this so far and that's the draft this deadline is going to be well de- huge and the, and the he dra- was he was interim line. gm right last season but for the ma- majority of the season. so far but, yeah. he's focusing on restocking the prospect cupboard and he's done a good job you go from zero first round picks to three he's got f- at least four more over the next two drafts very good start but how is he when it comes to trying to Build. He's very good at building a roster that's going to be garbage. How is he going to be? How is he going to be to build a roster when it's time to win? Yeah, it's very yeah. easy to, to construct the worst team in the league. It's hard to construct a Stanley Cup champion when you have yeah. to find those right guys. He, he who shall not be named. For all the criticism he gets, he did have a knack of finding that perfect role player yeah. to plug mm-hmm. in. Your Brad Richardsons, bringing Christopher Stieg back, getting guys like that is. Not as easy as it looks. For Matt, yeah, Ojuia, yeah. he did a year. Even Hanzus, he did a year Just, after he year. He had that knack of finding that one veteran that fit is exactly what they were missing. Yeah. So hopefully we get to that point with Kyle Davidson, but he's off to a really good start. So do I trust him? I don't distrust him. I trust the plan. Yes, I. I he's got a plan. Now we got to see him work. So let's see how this draft class is. Let's see. When we start getting some of these guys to the NHL level, or if maybe none of them get to the NHL, like let's see how the development goes. Obviously, he's he's practice he's he's preaching patience, maybe a little too much in some cases, but we'll see how that goes. But how is he going to come down when it's time to negotiate for one of the big free agents? Is he going to swing and miss? Is he going to give everybody a, a goddamn no trade clause, no movement clause? Like, no. It's like the like, Oprah gift. Is he going to get creative? <laughs> You're going to no movement clause. Is he going to get no creative in some of these contracts when when it's time to like start worrying about the Stanley Cup, you know, or the salary cap, you know? So we've only seen a small portion of what an NHL GM has to do. Yeah. And so far, so good. Are there things that I I we could criticize absolutely, but overall, big picture, he's doing exactly what this franchise needs, 
the plan is good. Let's see if the execution follows. And I think to the point of how how will he be when this team eventually is ready to contend again? I think one thing that that I trust in 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 thinking that like he'll be able to figure things out the right way is since he's been GM, he's he's had a a player type and characteristics that he uh, that he's looking for, and you saw it in turning Alex Nylander into Sam Lafferty. Small, you know, small, small deal, but an improvement. Um, you look at his, his draft class. Every guy that he picked had some combination of uh, size, speed, high compete level, high character. Like, he definitely has a, a as they say, he has a type. Uh, and, and I think those are guys that, you know, if he's good at identifying those characteristics and, and those traits in, in players, it'll be really interesting to see how he goes through another draft class and goes through another free agency class where next summer's free agency class and the summer after in 2024, there's going to be a lot of interesting peop, uh, players available and there's going to be a lot of money for him to spend. So it's going to be very interesting to see how he uh, approaches those those free agency periods. And I think that that can give us a better barometer of what he'll do down the road. And the other thing I like about Kyle Davidson is that he is not focused on him alone making those decisions. He has brought in Norm McIver. He's got uh, Jeff Greenberg. And he's got you know a, a plethora of other assistant GMs that he can consult with, with scouting, with, uh, you know, organizational management, like just different things. It's not just, I'm the be all end all. I'm Kyle Davis. It's, well, he's got, he's yeah. got a team. He's, he's got a team he's working effort. with. There's very little ego there, um, which is something I can appreciate that could change over time. You know, yeah. success right. can go to people, some people's heads. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a collaborative effort in the front office right now. And I think that's why this past draft class, class was as good as it was is because he's not just saying this is my guy i'm gonna prove you wrong he's listening to his scouts he's listening to his staff they kind of have an idea of who they want and and they're going out and getting that type of player yeah early returns on his first big moment uh momentous dealing in the in the rebuild is the draft early returns on that draft class are looking pretty good right and you know, his early returns on the trade market, for the most part, have been really good. You could argue that didn't get enough for Debrinket, but, you know, one year Debrinket is not as worth as much as three years of cost-controlled Brendan Hagel on the market. That's the sure. m- You can only trade for what the market is giving you. Yeah. You, yeah. Can't, you can't, you know, negotiate with what's not there. But overall, his trades have been... Pretty darn good. I mean, getting the 13th overall pick for Kirby Dog, nobody thought that he was going to get a first-rounder for him, and he got he got Frank Nazar for he, Kirby Dock he and sent, a third-round pick. He's, he turned Riley Stillman into a third-line NHL player in Jason Dickinson yeah. and a second-round pick. Yeah. Riley good. Stillman. Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing what you can get when you're the team that can help people get mm-hmm. out, of a sta- uh, out of a salary cap uh, crunch. And that's a topic we're going to have here shortly. Of it's going to be some. There's going to be a lot of that coming. There's going to be teams that need to make make room for other moves, and there's going to be teams that need to make room just to be cap compliant yep. by the time the the deadline comes. We were talking about the Florida Panthers last night. They've got Anthony Duclair and, and Patrick Hornquist on uh, injured reserve. They literally can't come back. Yeah, Florida with those guys on injured reserve are cap tapped. Yeah, so. And that's not, they're not the only team like that, right? A lot of teams are going to be having to make and missing the playoffs. Yeah, they're bad. Way to go, Four. way to go, Bill Zito. Uh, if, if I did the math correctly, I think it's a forty. They're on pace for a forty-two point swing from last year to this year. But it was Andrew. They had it's like to get Chicago rid of, weather, my friend. They had to get rid of yeah. Andrew Burnett. Yeah. Hey, a team that was once long overseen by Dale Talon having salary cap problems. No, would have thunk it. Weird. Um, one thing, Mario, you mentioned about how. Davidson has like cer- a certain type of player. One thing I've wondered, and maybe I've asked this before in a show, or maybe I just said it to myself in the shower when I was juggling a bean. I don't know. Um, juggling a button. Juggling a bean is a different thing. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> is is did he find those guys because he knew 
that Lafferty's and Dickinson's and those types would not bitch and moan during a rebuild, mm. right? Bring in guys who have high character, good locker room guys, high compete level guys that are never really going to turn it off. Sure, yeah. Or is that just the kind of guy he likes? I don't know if there's it's if it's if that's what he likes. Cool. I would love guys that are ultra competitive. That's never a bad thing. Right, yeah. But I wonder how that, when it comes time to win again, is he still going to prioritize that as much as he's doing now? I don't know. I think I think part of it was was maybe trying to match the kind of coach he wanted to get as well, um, trying to match the kind of temperament that, that he envisions in a coach. Um, Derek King said it uh, said it yesterday before the game because Luke Richardson was sick. So Derek King uh, spoke after morning skate. Um, Richardson's temperament through through this rebuild, through these losses, is 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 a is a positive for this locker room because it would be very easy to, and we talked about this uh, on on a show recently. Be very easy to after every period, after every loss run into the locker room, flip tables, throw mm-hmm. things around, you know, and, and, and lose your, lose your mind over every little thing. Uh, and, and Derek King said like, there's, there's, there are coaches out there that would not be handling this rebuilding process, these losses as well as Richardson is doing and, and kind of, you know, keeping the locker room uh, together through this process as, as well. So I think Davidson probably, you know, in, in his, grand scheme knew he was going to need a coach that could keep a locker room together and knew he was going to need players that would be able to to kind of follow that mentality and 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 be you know be able to gel with with the coach and and kind of have that that similar mindset as difficult times were coming up and I think you know Sam Lafferty Jason Dickinson um, you know those are guys that that have that mentality and that compete level they just don't have the skill level to be you know, those, those high end difference makers that, that competitive teams and, and contending teams have. Um, but I think down the line, you can find guys that have those same temperament that have the, have those skills ha- can be those difference makers and also positive influences in the locker room. It's just not the time now in the rebuilding process for the Blackhawks to try and go out and get those players. Because if you're rebuilding, those players are less likely to be enticed to come and play for a rebuilding. Yeah, and is, is your original question there, Jay, about, you know, these types of players, I think a lot of that had to do with let's get a room full of guys that have that high compete level, don't necessarily have the talent, but so we could literally have that post-game show like, hey, they're trying hard. They're just right, not, right. Like he knew that he wanted to lose as many games as possible, so at least put a team out there that's trying to win. Yeah but you know they're not going to win a lot of games. Even if they try their hardest every night, they're still going to have eight wins here in January. Yeah. But you can give the appearance that, hey, look, they're trying really hard, and it's it's been working. Like, it's been working really he, well. So he far. wanted players who were ready to work. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the ad <laughs> campaign is, yeah. look how hard we're trying. Yep. We're putting in We've the got work. a roster full of Andres Nostionis yeah. on skates. Yeah. Yeah. All-time favorable. I love yeah. Nocioni. See? He was the best. It's been, what, 15 years since the dude Noch. has set foot? And and people still love him. So He is the most hockey-like bull of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I like him so much. Hockey-like bull. Actually, I think Joakim Noah passed him up as my favorite bull ever. I mean, aside from Jordan. Of yeah, course. I love Joe. Yeah. yeah. But Noah was pretty this fun. This guy on the wall here has got a good case, too. Derek Rose? Yeah, yeah. Derek Rose. Sh- or shirtless dark guy. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a was while. He on the Bulls? He should have been out yesterday. It was balmy. Yeah, he could have been. Not I would have noticed the smoke through all the fog. I was, I was sold on uh, my weather app like mm. three days ago that it was going to be like 63, and I was like, this is going to be great. Sometimes it's better to go outside than and to was, look at your phone. I left home yesterday, like, and my car said 65. Like, really? Yep. Oh. The garage must have been 65. I don't know. I have a garage, but it's more for storage than anything. It's mm. full of old hockey jerseys. Oh, it used to be until a chipmunk chewed him up. I had a Patrick Kane... Winter Classic jersey in there, mm. and I took it out, and the entire tough uh, crest, the red thread was all chewed out, like but pulled out. So wow. Somewhere there's a really stylish chipmunk nest. There's a Blackhawks-themed <laughs> nest somewhere in my garage. Or he's a freaking Red Wings fan. Stupid Actually, I chipmunk. found that chipmunk in a folding table in my garage. Like, all summer, there were a bunch of flies in my garage. I couldn't figure it out. Oof. So on Thanksgiving, I go to get the table out, and I open it, and a Chipmunk skeleton falls out of the... Mm. Mummified That's what you get for eating my jersey, jerk. 
Yikes. <laughs> yeah, it was gross. That is nasty. It's it was definitely gross. gross. I wiped it down. We had Thanksgiving yeah, dinner. It was, the it was kids fine. Table That's anyway. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fourth worst thing those kids touched that day. That's for damn sure. Oh, man. Hey, hockey fans. I know, Lawrence, we got to talk you down, man. You got to stay the course on the I'm on the DraftKings. I know three in a row, the Hawks have scored first, but you're going to be okay if you keep riding that bet. The opponent scores first. And the way to do that is with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers, you can say you can bet just five bucks, five bucks pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And if that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn those small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot in an even bigger payout. So that's but, what we're talking about. Jay, right? how can I get more money in my DraftKings account if I keep losing this stupid bet in the last three games? It's three. I am I am confident that if you keep playing this. I know you keep talking about how it's a marathon, not a sprint, but I, I got to get to the mile 26. Well, here's the thing. They've been giving up the first goal of the season about 70% of the time. Correct. So that's three in a row where they've given up, they've scored the first goal. So if they're going to stick that trend, that means they're giving up the first goal in the next seven games in a row. Oh, now I like the sound of that. It's, it, the numbers don't lie. It's science. It is science. It 60% is science. of the time, it, it works every time. Yeah. So if you've not yet, uh, download the DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook app now, use promo code CHGO. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get 150 bucks in free bets if they do only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See no- show notes for details. Lawrence, stick with it. Keep the faith. Fine. We would not steer you wrong. And, Intentionally, anyway. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Not on purpose. Uh, hey, if you're winning over there at the DraftKings... And you want to... Draft King. Well, we're in Chicago. It's the Draft Kings. If it already has an S, though, you take draft it off, Kings right? Draft Kings is the Draft... Yeah. The Draft's King. Draft's King. There you go. <laughs> That's what it is. That's true. If you're winning over there on the Draft's King, you can take some of that money and get yourself some really cool-looking sunglasses. We're talking about Shady Rays, my favorite, and yours as well. They never understood why sunglasses were so dang expensive. So they went out and they changed it. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this winter because our friends at Shady Rays have you and those eyeballs covered. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. Best part about Shady Rays, it's that crazy, insane protection program that we've been talking about. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Did you lose them off the ledge over here while smoking a dart with shirtless dart guy? Well, it doesn't matter. Shady Rays will replace them for free. Did you drop them into the urinal while you were juggling yes. the button? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you I don't need know. to replace those. those just throw them in a the dishwasher. You'll be all right. I don't know uh. if that, that's replaceable, but, you know. If you melt them into dishwater washer, they'll replace them. Then they'll yes. replace them. <laughs> yes. Keep your button and your shady rays apart. That's that's my advice. Where the hell am I on this thing? <laughs> even with this, even with that strong of a protection program, they still managed to make quality that I could tell you for wearing them for the last couple of years is they are just as good, if not better, than any of those expensive pairs on the market. Shady Rays will also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every purchase and have donated over 20 million meals to date. They stand behind their product, and they told our team that if anyone has a problem, they throw profit out the giant test window at the Shady Rays factory. Eat. It's right out the window, into the streets, and they will do whatever it takes to get, get it right. Free returns and exchanges. You either love your Shady Rays, or they will pay for you to ship them back. That's it. And an exclusive deal for our lovely CHGO listeners. Use the promo code CHGO at checkout and you will get 50% off any order for two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's buy one, get one free in my world. Oh, you can get two pairs of awesome sunglasses for as low as 54 bucks. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades. All right, now that we're about to wrap the show up, we can tell you uh, Sweden and uh, Czechia are playing right now in the World Junior Championship. Sweden with a one nothing lead in the third period. Team USA and Canada play at 5 o'clock. 
in the semifinal. You're not going to want to miss that one. Um, and we got a question in the chat from our buddy Chuck Mucko. Does it look like Leo Carlson's draft stock is going up? To me, he's been the number three pick for a while, it seems. Or at he's, least he's definitely in the conversation. He, I, I think he's, he's the number three guy now. And I, I don't know if I put as much of that in the stock of his play, which he's been playing great. Yeah. He, he's, he's, been in a, he's been a top five consideration, top four consideration, basically this entire you know, season. Um, I think enough people have brought up some questions and concerns about Matvey Michkov's status with his, yeah. his KHL contract that, you know, that stock is, is slipping a little bit. I don't think he's going to fall outside of four or five. I think there will be a team. Maybe it's the maybe it's the Coyotes where it's a team that you know they have some time to kind of wait for him to be available. Wait to come to we get in a Rio Arena. Yeah, right. Like, hey, don't don't worry. You're not going to play in front of five thousand people. You'll play in in the brand new arena, um, and and fans will have something to look forward to. So maybe maybe that's the case. But yeah, Carlson I think has jumped into number three. Just because of his availability, and of course, you know he's size, skill down the middle. Like you don't see that often from a from a European teenager playing the way that he has in the European professional leagues. I think I don't know if he's the third most talented player in this draft. I think Mitchkov is. A I think Mitchkov is. I mean, Mitchkov is more talented, but Mitchkov was Canadian. They might be two. Yeah, he'd be making an argument for one. Yeah. Um. So at least two. Yeah. Not by the way, that I'm not saying it's a cultural thing. I'm saying it's a right. if he was uncertainty re- about the contract. Readily thing, available yeah. to play yes. in your right. organization. Yes. Yeah. If it was yeah. like, hey, you're gonna leave juniors and play for us next season, he'd be number two. He'd be ahead mm-hmm. of Fantilli. Yeah. Um so I think whoever gets picked third is going to depend on what team is there. Yeah. yeah Where sure. we know it's Bedard, Fantilli one and two. That third pick is gonna where that draft gets crazy how would you guys feel if draft night and the hawks have three and they take mitch Koff? i'd be fine with that i i would be i would initially disappointed because we have another at least one like, more I, don't first wait. Round I would have i would have a i don't want to wait yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think i'd have a i think i'd have a korchinski reaction where it's just like okay like and and the korchinski reaction wasn't for his right. skill it was a okay we we thought we were gonna come in and get a changing forward and we went with a defenseman i i think he's maybe right now the best prospect that they have on the the books but um yeah i think i think if if they if they somehow end up with third and they go mishkov it's gonna be like okay like that's you 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 used a lottery ticket to get yourself another lottery ticket like all right I, i would have to be maybe a little bit more uh enthused about what the what they do with the rest of their first yeah, round. Yeah, if they picks. didn't have three picks last year and they didn't have at least one more this year in the first round, I'd probably be a little more irritated by it. But considering yeah. he's going to be one of at least five first-round picks in two years, it's okay. If I'm Kyle Davidson and I get three, I am trading three and whatever the Tampa pick is to get two. To get two. Absolutely. 100%. Or whatever, honestly, not whatever it takes, but within reason. Yeah, it just kind of comes down to is – do the teams that land one and two have any I have any desire to give up one or two? I think whoever lands first no, there's no way drafts Connor Bedard. I think if you land two, you probably still just take Adam Fantilli, right? Um, unless you unless you come uh, unless you come to me with like you said three and fifteen and and. Then, then maybe there's a discussion, but I don't know if, if well, many teams want to do that. If there's a team, though, that let's say a GM has foresight, unlike sure, and says, okay, we're you know, because there's a couple teams that can jump up that are that are on the playoff level because of trades and stuff like that. Like if they say like, okay, five years from now we're going to want to restock this pool a little bit, right? Yeah, and and Mitchkov makes sense for them at three. They might be willing to wait. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. We have a lot, long, long, long time to talk Let's about that. Hope that they're not in that situation. And yeah, I would here. rather Here's them Connor just Bedard. just be number one. So. By the way, on the heels of our Kyle Davidson conversation, I know the Hawks are watching. It's an off day. It's a gloomy day. The line at Graziano's is too long. <laughs> You're definitely watching our broadcast right now. We want Kyle Davidson. 
in studio. I want to talk to him. Yeah. Because one thing I want to know, and one thing I've given him credit for, it, you just mentioned it, the Korchinski-Nazar thing. Mm-hmm. We all want a Nazar where they pick Korchinski, and then they ended up getting Nazar too. I want to know, did he know or have some info that told him, Nazar's still going to be there when we pick there? But Korchinski might go. I want to get yeah, some insight maybe. into that draft process. Maybe. There's because plenty of questions that we could I want to find out if, if he was as smart or if it was luck. It's probably a little of both. <laughs> yeah, right. you got to have luck in any probably of these drafts, both, but yeah. probably a little bit of both. Yep. Uh, he probably had some feelers out there on, hey, who do we think this guy is going to take here at 10 or, or whatnot. But um, I just want to end the show when we, when we officially wrap up. I, I now, because of your little my little Paula Cole reference, I can end the show on a joke and send everybody home happy. Because we've been so serious today. Yeah, this has been a tough show. It's been a tough one to get through. Hawks have eight wins. Let's end on a joke. Uh, remember when I said juggle the bean? Uh, that was good. Oh, my God. You brought <laughs> it back up. Oh, jeez. <sighs> That's the callback we didn't need. Yeah, that was rough. Anyway, um, if I'm still uh, still employed tomorrow, we'll talk to you uh, at 2.30. Uh, live at 2.30, we'll have all the reaction from Hawks practice. And at 3 o'clock, we're going to talk to Craig Morgan of PHNX Coyotes. Always a great guest. Always super insightful. On your way out, smash that like button for us. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. If you're listening on the podcast app, make sure you're subscribed or following. And uh, chances are, if you're listening to this, you have a friend that also enjoys hockey and or the Blackhawks. Let them know. Let them know about CHGO Blackhawks. Let them know about CHGO Sports because uh, Chicago sports is life, and you don't get better coverage of it anywhere uh, but here. So check it out, allchgo.com. Upgrade your membership, become a diehard, all that great stuff. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2.30 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.